So yeah. uh, what what are you gonna call uh, this this podcast? Then there was two squared. <laughs> Maybe I'll call it the Trader Returns. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody, back to Not Rich, Just Bored, episode number eight. Lucky number eight. Uh, Ryan taking a sick day, mental health day, but really, he just he just didn't want to argue with me. Because <laughs> yeah. he, knew I, he knew I'd fight him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, no, today we want to talk about, obviously, the, the elephant in the room, which is Microsoft buying Blizzard and Activision. Yeah. Uh, I have a smaller little story about Ethan Klein that we'll get to, but uh, I think we should dive right into the acquisition. What What do you think about it? Oh, it's definitely a big shift in the gaming world. Like, it's a huge shift, honestly. Um, you know, people are a little worried because Microsoft is, you know, the whole monopoly thing, right? Right, which yeah. which I understand, like that. That is kind of scary. You don't want one company to own everything because if you don't have competition, then in the long term effects, you're they're going to be negative. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. Holy cow! Yeah. yeah, no, no, you're totally right. Because it's if if one company owns everything, it's yeah, it'll just get scary. Because then there'll yeah. be no competition. No competition, then the quality of the service will just keep decreasing and decreasing because it's all about money in the end, you know? Yeah. And, and if they can save money by having no competition and, and decreasing the quality of their products, they will. Because they're running a business. Yeah, and I'm reading it right now. It was $68.7 billion. Yeah. That's... I feel like they missed an opportunity there. They should have at least paid an extra point three. Or uh, yeah, point three billion. Yeah, right. Make it sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> everybody would have been like, "Hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah." But then everybody would have been like, Phil Spencer or whatever is like, "I'm going to take three hundred uh, million off the table." Yeah, because I feel like he's he's like he's like I feel like they'll think it's an April Fool's joke or something. <laughs> yeah, he's like, so I'm just going to keep that for myself. Pretty much. But, I, I'm guessing that's market value. Like, I'm guessing that's how much those companies were. Yeah. I mean, they probably paid above market a little bit. So, also, I did, I did, like, I'm not educated on this whole buyout or anything like that. I'm not going to pretend I am. But uh, there was speculation because, you know, of the whole issue with Activision Blizzard and stuff like that with the sexual allegations and stuff. They were taking a big hit on their yeah. stock price and everything like that. And I think they, the whole idea was just to sell out before there was too much damages done. You know what? I think you're hundred percent right. Cause Bobby, uh, Bobby Kotick, Bobby Kotick, I think it's pronounced. Yeah. He's, he's had so much like the sexual allegations and all the yeah. crazy shit that's going on. And I said that, uh, when, when I found out they sold, I said, that's exactly why they sold mm-hmm. because, they they had to get rid of him. Yeah. Like they had to they didn't really have a choice at that point. 
So why not sell to? Mm-hmm. Why not sell to, to to Microsoft or somebody uh, somebody big? I was, I was about to say Bethesda. I'm like, yeah, that's just another company that got bought. <laughs> Pretty much, but like, eh? but like I, the one thing I will say though is that uh, as much as you know, people say monopoly and all this stuff, uh, Microsoft, and and I, I think I told you this before, but. It, it, I don't really know how to, I don't don't really know how to fully word it, but it's like these companies that he, they're buying, they're recognizable brands and they're really, really high selling brands, but yeah. they're kind of in their twilight years. They're not oh, yeah. in their prime. Like no, especially the, especially like Activision Blizzard. Like oh yeah, what, well oh. like I said, when's the when's the last time they had a hit? Like exactly. Like, don't get me wrong, they still have a lot of subs on WoW, but WoW's gone way downhill. Activision's releasing the same fucking game every year. Yeah. And, and um, uh, what's the other? I think the only thing really going for Blizzard right now is Diablo. Diablo, like, yeah. And then, Di- I mean, Diablo 4 has been delayed. Overwatch has been delayed significantly. Like, their their future is a little bleak right now. Or it was, I guess you could say. Yeah, and well, and and Diablo, like, like, yeah, everything kept getting pushed back. Diablo Four, Diablo Immortal, yeah, um, all this other stuff. It keeps getting delayed and pushed back yeah. all the time. And I don't, I just, but even then, I think Diablo is still a niche game. I don't think it's a mainstream game. Oh, it uh, Diablo is kind of a niche game. I'll I'll agree with that. Like, it takes a certain type of person to to play Diablo like a certain type of player um you do it's yeah. not like it's not like everybody plays Diablo you know what i mean it's a very small percentage but oh, the people yeah. who do play it are very passionate about it typically yeah they're hardcore yeah it's almost like a cult it is a cult classic game like Diablo 2 cuz totally yeah cuz it has that cult following mm-hmm. uh, not 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 a lot I don't even like saying not a lot of people because a lot of people did play it, but the people that did play it are like super, like super passionate about There's it. There's been people that have been playing Diablo two for twenty years, like streamers yeah. that have literally ha- played that game every single day for the last you know ten twenty years. Like it's crazy, and they, and they still didn't get a high rune drop. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> oh yeah, C- can we just do a sub note here about all the fake fucks? That are posted oh, pictures. Oh, oh, oh god, that, that's, that's so, so cr- it's so cringy when people are. There's people we have like Diablo groups on Facebook where all the fans kind of congregate, and there's always people posting pictures that it's like, wow, the cows were nice today, and it's like they did hell cows, and it's like all the it's like three high roods. It's yeah. like bullshit. You're so full of shit. Yeah, I guess uh, somebody made a joke about that. That you know about the whole forum gold thing, right? It's like a, it's like people can yeah. purchase forum gold. It's a, it's like it's like a another currency for purchase. But you're purchasing items. You're not acquiring them in game. You're buying them off other players that found those items. So this one person made a joke. He made a meme where it's like when you uh, just bought a high room with foreign gold and drop it on the ground and pretend you just found it. And I guess this guy said he would post that meme in like some of those uh, channels on Facebook and he was getting banned because people were getting salty about that. And the only reason why people would be getting salty is because they're the fucking ones that are doing that. Because otherwise it's fucking funny as shit because that's what people do. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, yeah, that's it's, all they do. It's so pathetic. Well, like we've both played. I mean, obviously, I didn't play it every year. Yeah, but I've, I've been playing it since it was launched, and I have never had a high rune drop. Yeah, I thought you found an Ohm rune. Or, is that a high rune? Was Ohm it is Ohm? A, yeah, Ohm is a high rune. Yeah, I might have had one actually. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but not none of like the super useful ones like no. Jaw or Ith or Burr. Yeah, Ohm is actually pretty useful. Um, but yeah, no, I've yeah, found, I guess just I found, my class. Maybe, fuck, maybe I'm thinking of myself. I found a low rune and an Ohm rune. So, and those are the yeah. only two high runes I've ever found in Diablo. I got really lucky. Yeah, and I think yeah, I think you're right because I I don't mm-hmm. think I've had an Omer. I'd have to look at my runes again, but yeah, but yeah, as far as I know, I I have never even seen one in the game besides mm-hmm. trading. Like back in the day, I would you know you trade and yeah, if you had something like yeah, Herald of Zakarum or something, you know people mm-hmm. might people might yeah. trade if they have a bunch of shit. Yeah. Um, back to the active or sorry, the Microsoft Activision. Yes, yes back to this. Um, one thing that I'm really excited for, and you know me, I've fucking I'm like a like I'm literally a fanboy when it comes to this server service, but Game Pass. I'm really excited about Game Pass with this new purchase. Yep. You know, is Call of Duty, you know, like think about like if Call of Duty comes to Game Pass, that's oh, a fifty yeah. dollar purchase every year. You know, that adds up over a long period of time. And not to mention, like, the potential with WoW. Like, who knows? They might integrate that service into Game Pass some way. Like, with, uh, you know, where you sub or where you pay a monthly fee. Like, maybe that might even be part of your monthly Game Pass. And you can just play WoW and ESO and, and all that. I, who knows where that's going to go. Like, I am just... It's going to be... Yeah. Like, I love Game Pass. And I will I support it indefinitely because i think it's a great service yeah what once they get fable two and three on pc then i'll sign up just <laughs> yeah yeah no honestly um that's why i was asking you the other day about their plans and what you recommend for mm-hmm. a pc only player yeah because i'm actually considering getting it now because this acquisition is going to be it's going to be huge like yeah because they're gonna like you said Maybe they'll give away a free WoW subscription or something. Who knows? With Game Pass. Like, ESO's already free to play now. Like, Oh, oh the they game. changed it. Okay, well, wasn't yeah. it? You ha- yeah, okay. But you could you can subscribe, though, and I think you get more inventory and all that. Yeah. The regular horse shit that they add. Yeah. You know, those pay-to-win games like Tarkov. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, here comes the shots, hey? <laughs> yeah. You don't show up, but one thing I ask your game, like to me, Microsoft is pushing the boundaries in the gaming sector right now. They're innovating. They're pushing the boundaries. And Microsoft is one of those honest companies, in my opinion. You never see Microsoft doing shady shit that I know of. You know, they're always providing a good product to the consumer. That doesn't have any shady background shit going on. It's just a top quality product. And that's why I like really respect Microsoft. Yeah. Besides Bill Gates. Bill Gates and his, you know, the whole vaccine conspiracy. <laughs> okay, but that's completely unrelatable, you know, to the yeah, company. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I was just joking. And yeah. that's not even that's not even proven. But 
Yeah, I, I I don't know. Yeah, there's no like you know third party spyware or anything. No, the, the Xbox One was a little ad heavy. I found like yeah. on their home screen and shit. Yeah, but did they fix that on the new one? Oh yeah, their UI for the Xbox Series X is really clean. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. I I yeah. hated I hated on the it was the late 360 and then the mm-hmm. Xbox One where they would literally have those those the ads that would just play on your dashboard and they had autoplay and i don't know if you remember the xbox 360 though but remember the original 360 it was just literally like tabs yeah and and then your background was on each tab and stuff very simple and then remember they had the big update to the new ui that was going to be on the xbox one but you could download it on the 360 holy fuck did that make the 360 run like a piece of dog shit yeah you take any of those 360s out, dust them off right now, mm-hmm. you boot them up, holy shit, they take they take like seven minutes to, to post. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I bet. But, uh, you know, I think Phil Spencer has done so much for the Xbox brand. Like, he oh, has yeah. literally fucking turned that company around as far as I'm concerned. And his vision for gaming, to me, yeah. is, is helping... It's literally for the gamers. You know what I mean? Like, that's his vision. It's for the gamers. It's not yep. like, you know, obviously money is a thing. But if you, if, you, if you make your consumer happy, the money will come. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And, and that's, what I, that's the one thing I was saying yesterday that I like about Microsoft uh, in particular is that they literally said, we don't care where you play our games. Just play yeah. our games. Yep. There's no fucking exclusivity like there is now, but there, but it's not it's not to be an asshole. It's like they want you to play their games. But we were talking about the fanboy shit from before and how yes. like Sony's fans were oh, very toxic. Sony and they still are toxic. They've been silent now, man. Because I fuck on Twitter, like Sony fanboys are the worst. Like the shit that they come up with will fucking blow your mind away some days you know what i mean and their whole oh, yeah. narrative was exclusive exclusive we are your system the xbox sucks ass because we have all the best games we have all the exclusives fuck xbox well now that the tables have turned they have yeah. nothing to say it's fucking you i know. know and that's what i was talking about they used to have the best exclusives and it kind of turns around every year yeah, you know the 360 was banging. Oh, and it was, and it, it had the best fucking library ever, best exclusives. Yeah. That's when fucking Halo, Gears of War, they're all yeah. hot. Yeah, and I, and I don't even remember the other. Everybody had an Xbox 360, man. Every oh, yeah, fucking everybody. friend I had had an Xbox 360. That yeah. game was, or that system was the fucking place to be. Yeah, but then the Xbox One came out and like. A lot of their exclusives oh. kind of fell by the wayside. Like Halo was kind of Remember on the hiatus. The announcement for that system, I couldn't fucking believe it. When they announced that system, I, right at that point, I'm like, I'm buying a fucking PS4 because this yeah. is not the Xbox I remember. They, no. they announced that system as a fucking, basically a multimedia fucking device that had yeah. gaming capabilities. <laughs> Fuck, man. I couldn't believe it. Oh, and the worst part was, is they forced you. 
to buy the connect was part of it it was that system was an extra hundred dollars because the connect came with it and you had there was no optional purchase plan to not have the connect and i fucking knew that that connect system was a was gonna die immediately like it no one was supporting it because nobody was supporting it for the xbox 360 either so it's like okay oh, they're yeah. forcing you to buy a hundred dollar product that nobody wants and nobody's gonna support and that's exactly what happened i know the the connect was not good no it wasn't it was never it was, good. it was a niche it was just like one of those niche products that they fucking spent so much money you know talking about and, and making it seem like it was way better than it was yeah well i remember being excited to play like that that star wars game because there's yeah. that star wars game where you got to like be a fucking jedi with your yeah hold your hold the lightsaber and your hand movements would you know they yep. would go into the game but it did not work like barely at all. And once you were in the game, it was really stupid. It just it it wasn't right. What do they call those games where you're based? Oh, that was like one of those uh, not a real railroad game, but you're on rails. It was an on rails yeah. game where yeah. literally, you know what I mean? Like you're stuck going exactly where the game tells you to go, and you just <clears throat> do some actions in the area that you're in. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's an it, it was an on on the rails game. You could say. Yeah. Yeah. Which, but the way that they advertised the connect was almost like you're stepping into a virtual world in a sense, and and your body's gonna be in the game to the exact way you move and your, your finger movements. Like they were even talking about like reloading guns, where you like grab the clip and you know put it in the gun and and cock the gun back. It was never like that. Not even close. No. L- literally, it was a shit show. It was. And and yeah, it was it was not good. No, but but like that. What I was saying was that they were, you know, they were banging, and then the, and then it changed. You know, the tables turned. PlayStation yep. was the fucking way to be, and yeah, yep. the PS4 rocked the world and had great exclusives like Uncharted and yeah, uh, Killzone was pretty fun too. Yeah, and, it was solid, and uh, I think Horizon Zero Dawn was exclusive at, at least for a time, mm-hmm. and, and uh, got, got for a while. Call of Duty, they were getting exclusive features in the Call of Duty games as well. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I think I, they paid for exclusive like features and stuff within those games. Yeah. And then, but they were really good, right? And then, yep. but then there, there started this weird trend of like PlayStation fanboys. That's what we call them. Anyway. Yeah. And it just got really fucking toxic with it. And oh, I love the they I, got talky and toxic. And I love the PS4, but I I yeah. did not I did not partake in that culture on Twitter and shit because it's just like, yeah, where's the exclusives Xbox? They're just like bullying anybody who had an Xbox. Yeah, and then, there would be like a fucking mom who bought her kid like a new Xbox for their fucking ten year old kid, and all those Sony fanboys would flood in and basically be like, "Wow, that." Uh, like bullying this fucking ten year old kid and saying he has a shitty system. You know, they just like flock yeah. toward like, in a. Oh, it's just Your like mom must hate you. <laughs> it's just like holy fuck. They're literally bullying children because they didn't get their their preferred system. Like it was bad. It was so fucking bad. It was it was pathetic, is what it was. It to is. Be it really is. And then and then something totally unremarkable really happened. And that was the day that Microsoft announced that they bought Bethesda. Yes. And 
shit hit the fucking fan. Absolutely, because, it did. Uh, and most Microsoft people are saying, yeah, it's probably not going to go exclusive. Like, just because the market's yeah. too big. And yeah. every fucking Sony guy on Twitter's going, they better fucking not make it exclusive. Exactly, they're, yeah. They're, they're going to, oh, but that's just done to me. They're going to lose all their sales if they yeah. do that. So what it's happened, like, it's like, what happened to the exclusive narrative that you were fucking shitting on Xbox about? Like, where did that go all of a sudden? They're fucking hypocrites, man. Exactly. That, and that, Like, fanboys are fucking hypocrites. Yeah, and like... It, it, and it goes on both sides of the table, right? Mm-hmm. Like any kind of fanboys can be toxic, but I just, I, it's oh, for me lately, it's always been the Sony guys. Yeah, they're. they're I, I, I don't ever, I don't ever see any fucking Xbox fanboys. No, I'm, I'm sure they're out there. I'm sure you can find them, but you don't. There find is, them, yeah. You don't find them every day on Twitter. What so. I, the the trend that I see with Xbox fanboys is Xbox fanboys like to brag about their system okay they like yeah. to brag about the features of their system and 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 shit like that whereas sony fanboys they don't for like per se brag about their system they just try to shit on all the other systems like like that's how their fanboyism works to an extent you know right and and that was that whole exclusive narrative but that's totally gone out the window now like as fucking microsoft is literally wiping the floor with them with exclusives right now if you think about it in every single category of game microsoft has the best franchise look at role-playing games bethesda yep fallout skyrim look at rts games age of empires look at racing games forza it doesn't matter what category of game you go into microsoft now owns the best franchise that's true, actually. They do have MMOs, kind of the World of Warcraft. Yeah. So, but like, they it's don't, crazy. They don't own New World, though. <laughs> New World. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they, I, I don't know. They, I, yeah, they really okay. do. Like, like, like if if Microsoft bought uh, Rockstar Games right now, the world would end. Yeah. Like, you know it's. Yeah. Oh, I know. It it would. Honestly, like if you think about it, though, even right now, what does PlayStation have going for them right now? Like honestly, I they really don't have much. They have God of War, and I don't know if the second one's coming to PC or not. Mm Hmm. But think about it. Like, think about if Microsoft like this won't happen because. It'll never happen, but think about if Microsoft wanted to turn into, like, a Monopoly dick. Imagine if they made, like, Call of Duty exclusive to the Xbox ecosystem. Oh, Jesus Christ. That alone would fucking destroy Sony. I'm pretty sure it would. Yeah, you know, it would be huge. Yeah. It would be. Because I'm actually trying to think. I might just Google it right now. What are the... What are the PlayStation exclusives? Um, right now. like, I, I think they have that kind of Souls-like game. I forget what it's called. Oh, Ghost of Tsushima. No, no, it was a Souls-type game. I don't remember what it was called though. They did a remaster for the PS5 though. Demon Souls. Yeah, Demon Souls. Yeah, that's and then they have yeah. Returnal, which was a new franchise. I guess that game was all right. It was a roguelike game. 
Um, but the, for me, though, like they don't have any exclusive games that I'm going out and buying a PS5. Right. Oh, The Last of Us. With the Last the... of Us, yeah. Which is, yeah. A, as far as I know, is a, I, you know me, though. I'm not a third person type of. Yeah, yeah. So those ex- none of PlayStation's exclusives have ever captured me in any way, just because I'm like I just I'm not a big third person type gamer. Right, but like I will say, okay, so The Last of Us, yeah, uh, The Last of Us, the first one is heads down one of the best fucking games in the world. Wow, that, that, I believe the, it. The story was really good. Yeah, for post-apocalyptic, it doesn't get much better. The problem with the second one was it was a steaming pile of fucking woke dog shit. Yeah, that'll they happen. Li- they literally like they had to force everything. Like, j- just just look up any review on it. They just yeah. they try. They had to force so much shit on it, and it was just it just made me cringe internally. Oh God. I I can't stand like, I because I think they I, I you can correct me if I'm anybody can correct me if I'm wrong but I think they had like, you know like some some like some they had some like like people that were obviously supposed to be like you know they had like the transgender in there but they yeah. had to they had to make it like a trans problem right yeah. They couldn't just have a trans character and just be like, yeah, that's a trans character. They had to make that the focal point of the character. Oh, okay. It's like, I, I hate when they, so they do that. Throw it in your face. Like, you just, in a sense. Yeah. And, and I'm pretty sure that was what it was, or it, it might have been a, like a gay character. I don't remember. But it's just mm-hmm. like, can't we just write characters that are just characters? Yeah. And it's like it's up to the audience to determine whether they're transgender yeah. or you know what I mean? It's like I I know what you mean, yeah. But but whenever they are, it has to be the focal point of their whole character. Mm-hmm. It has to be everything about them. It's like Jesus Christ. I know. It's the same with like all the Marvel comics right now. They're all like the new Captain America is gay. The world can't handle it. <laughs> yeah. It's like can it, you know, there's always got to be an announcement. Yeah, well, it's always got to be a narrative, right? And just yeah. I don't know, it makes me cringe internally. I di- I like well written characters that that like their sexual orientation or whatever is just not their. That's not their defining feature. Mm-hmm. You know, I like you know her people that are heroic and shit like that. But anyways, going mm-hmm. on a tangent, but I heard yeah, Last of Us Two was really. Yeah, really, really cringy in a lot of ways, and so unfortunately, it's shit on their legacy. So, do you think that uh, Sony will try to do their like own Game Pass type subscription service? Do you think they'll like actually? um, They were kind of doing that before, well, like a long time ago. Like I remember back on my PlayStation, they they had the service PS Now. It was called, and it was a subscription based. But the uh, I had it, and it was like twenty dollars a month. For like no selection of games, so that right there was a huge turnoff for me because it was just too much money. Oh, and really? there was yeah, it was it was like twenty dollars a month, and, but it was it was like a cloud streaming service, is what it was. 
And I used it and it actually worked really good. But it was just too much money for to interest me. Cause uh yeah, I used to, I streamed some game like stream played some games like uh I'm I like motocross racing games, so MX Reflex was on there. Um streamed it, ran perfectly fine. You know, you could feel the little bit of latency and stuff like that, but yeah, so they actually had that. They like if you want to think about it, they had this the streaming service before even Google had one. Yeah. But they just didn't pull it out pull it no, off right. They didn't pull it off right at all. Like they you know what I mean? Like Yeah, they they just I don't know. They didn't do it right. Yeah, I, that that's the thing is that you you really only have one shot, you know? Yeah. It just gotta like, I don't know. I I think with a lot of those guys, they just got, they either um they either did it at the wrong time, or they mm-hmm. got too greedy with it. Yeah, it's, I think doing it at the wrong time was huge. Is for bad like, like for instance, one thing a service like we talked about it. It's it's gonna be the future. Like streaming games will be the future one day because of how oh, convenient yeah. it is. Like. All you need to do is have a controller, you know, and you can take that thing and hook it up to any TV and play all these games if you're streaming them, in a sense. You know, it's a lot easier to do that than lugging a, a PC around or, or a console around, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, I, Google. The Google... Fuck, what do they call it? Google... Uh, Stadia. Stadia. <laughs> yeah, I, I you never hear about it. I think it's pretty much dead in the water. Like honestly, well, that's something that was again. That's more of a future thing. It the is. Stadia, it really the stadia, is. But the stadia is the stadia was too far ahead of its time. Exactly. You know, yeah. there, there's like revolutionary games that's like, oh man, that game was ahead of its time. But yep. stadia was too far ahead of its time, and it sort mm-hmm. of failed because. People don't have the bandwidth yet. That's right. You just, and, you just yeah. The internet infrastructure needs to be upgraded considerably for a service like that to go mainstream. Yeah, unless you're in fucking Silicon Valley with a gig up and down. Yeah, you're not. You're not fucking like fiber internet. You're not fucking streaming your games. No. Not a chance. Um, and also but, they didn't have any games. And that's why uh, and that's exactly why I'm going to praise Game Pass again. Like I really do sound like an Xbox fanboy, but they have yeah. Game Pass is set up good because you you download the game. You don't stream it, but the best part is is they have the streaming as an option as well. Yeah. Yeah, you can stream, hey. Yeah. So you can download the game and you're playing it just like you bought purchased that game off of Steam. Or there might be a particular situation where it might make more sense for you just to cloud stream that particular game. So right. I feel like that was a lot more innovative because they kept with the mainstream standard thing of downloading games, but the streaming thing was an option. You know, it wasn't it wasn't how the whole system's built. It was just an it was an add-on option. So I think right. that was the, the smart play for Xbox, and that's why I think Game Pass is so successful. Um, so what do you think about this, Cody? So some people I think are threatened by the like Game Pass, like essentially, you know, a subscription based service. Some people feel threatened by this service. And, and why do you why do you think that is? Because I don't understand it. I, I just 
I try to look at different perspectives. You know, I try to be neutral on a lot of th- these things, but I just do not see any negative impact of a streaming service or sorry, a subscription based service like Game Pass. D- do you have any ideas? Like, like why it's why it's bad or why people yeah, like why, it? why people won't adopt it, why people feel threatened by it. Like, why? Why I, do people not like it? I, th- I think for a person like me, like, I think a lot of people and this is me included right now, we're so married to Steam and shit like that, that the idea of going somewhere else is, is, it's, it's hard, you know? Yeah. But, but it's like, but I also think a lot of people, this isn't necessarily me, this part, but I think a lot of people feel like they don't, uh, if they don't own the games, then they don't own the games. Because mm-hmm. one day Xbox might just take something off their store, which that you they like do to all play. the time. It's just like Netflix; they have stuff come in and they have stuff that go. That's how yeah. the system works. Because it's almost impossible to pay for, like, for it would not be financially possible for Microsoft to own a right to this game indefinitely on a rental service forever. You know what I mean? Yeah, unless it's one of their games that they made. Yeah, exactly. Which is what they've been doing. That's. Their games are, they said from the start, will be on Game Pass, like for Microsoft Studio games. Right. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I think that's, I think it, I think what it comes down to is just a lot of people, they're just stuck in their way. It's the same. Everybody's being a fucking boomer about this. Yeah. Well, it's the same how, it's same how I was, right? You know, with, Mm -hmm. uh, it's how it's same as how I was with like the you know physical games, which yeah, yeah. that that was my thing at the kind of beginning of COVID was that I was getting rid of a lot of my games. Mm-hmm. Was I? I just I'm just kind of I'm over it. I'm I'm yeah. ready to I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to move on to the next stage of my life and just yeah, you know, uh, purge all those old relics and just you know they're taking up a lot of room in the house. Yeah, and it's, it's absolutely, just, and they're not. You know, there's gonna be a time not not very far from now where all that shit's not gonna be worth anything. No, it'll be worth something like the really old shit, like NES and yeah. shit like that. It'll be worth something, but not as much as it is now. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people just don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, and right? like, and it, yeah, everything's gonna go online. My kid, my kids. There's not a fucking chance they're even gonna handle a physical disc. I, I guarantee no, it. No. By the time For they're sure. by the time they're my age especially. Yeah. They're, they're, everything they're, will be on. Yeah. It'll it'll probably be cloud gaming at that point. Honestly. Mm-hmm. It'll just be mm-hmm. cloud gaming. Because that'll be, you know, thirty years in the future. Yeah. So like guarantee. It'll be mm-hmm. fucking it'll be cloud gaming a hundred percent. But but even now it's like most people, you know like the Nintendo Switch and stuff like that, they just they just, you know, buy digital games. Yeah. Because then you can download them as you need them. And like Steam, they're all in your Nintendo uh yeah. your Nintendo account. So mm-hmm. you buy a new Switch, doesn't matter. I don't need the cartridge. I don't exactly. need nothing. I just sign it to my Nintendo account and download it. I yeah. buy a new PC, I sign it to Steam or Game Pass or whatever I have on my mm-hmm. PC. You know, it's just it really is. See, and I I compare Game Pass to Netflix because yeah, that's what it is. It, it, it's really the same thing. It's it's digital entertainment. It's if you really think about it, it's the same shit in the end. It's digital entertainment, 
And you can't tell me fucking people are like, oh, I hate Netflix. I like buying all the movies. You know, I made that joke in our chat just the other day. Um, but like, that's nobody's doing that. <laughs> you know, Netflix is a great service. It's convenient and you have a lot of options. And Game Pass to me is the same shit with a different cover on it. So that's why I just I have a real tough time understanding this negative stigma against Game Pass. I just I can't wrap my head around it. Yeah. And that's the thing, right? People And nobody's stopping you from buying the games. You can have Game Pass and still purchase the games. In fact, actually if you have a Game Pass account, there's typically a discount on the games if you want to purchase them. Right. Yeah. For the games that are on Game Pass. <laughs> so it's just like ah so you can be go crazy, you know. <laughs> And I just love the service so much. That's why, you know, I always bug you guys like, oh, oh, you bought that game. That's what I I'm playing it right now on Game Pass. <laughs> you know what I mean? I always troll yeah. you guys like that. Well, but it's well, true because I like I love the service so much that I become a fanboy for the service because I just want everybody to experience what I'm experiencing. Well, it's because, you know, there is. There's probably. I, I was looking at the library the other night at, yeah. on Game Pass, and I, I don't know why, but th this still pissed me off, though, that Fable 2 and 3 are not on Game Pass for PC. Why yeah. the fuck not? Why? Yeah. God. Do they make PC ports for those games? The, you can play it. There's a way I've seen people are playing it through GOG. They're getting it on good old games. Yeah. And then they're activating it on Steam. They're getting a key and then activating it on Steam. Uh, okay. So you can actually buy Fable 2 and 3 on Steam then? I, Not on Steam. But you oh, can, you can. You, you can buy it. On, it's stupid. You can buy it <laughs> on. No. Okay. So I, I just looked it up. It just says Xbox One and Xbox 360. So there you go. That's why there's no fuck. You can't get it on fucking Game Pass. Is because they never made a PC port for it. Yeah, but that, no, but that's what I mean though. But like, why? How hard would that be to do? Oh, oh, and, and Fable Three is for Microsoft Windows. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, Fable Three was, but Fable Two it didn't say it was. Uh, yeah, it not Fable Two. I know Fable One was on PC for sure. And yeah, uh, Fable One's on Steam. Yeah, but like. In, um, uh, to me, it'd be so easy to just port those. Yeah, I, I just, I, I don't get it. That just, but that's, this shit I guess, that's where the idea of like, if you have the console, like an Xbox Series X or S, then you know, maybe that's the strategy. There is, they're still trying to like strategically get people to possibly buy the console. You know what I mean? Like, it's all business in the end. Maybe, but it is weird though because it's like one game that's like really old now. Yeah, but but have you seen all the old games that they threw on Game Pass? Like it's fucking crazy. They got like Banjo Kazooie on there. Like we're talking about N sixty four games, dude. Uh, they just put N sixty four on on the service for Nintendo. So, oh, oh wow. Okay, hey, that's one thing you want to you want to talk about bullshit. Yeah. Here, I, I'm gonna. Uh, what the hell do they call it? Online sub subscription. Uh, it's what what are they called? Nintendo Online. Mm -hmm. Uh, okay, here we go. Online plans and pricing. Because I just want to get this right. 
because it's fucking gross. Okay, so, so yeah, the the individual me- membership. I think you have a switch, so you're probably familiar. I with do. This. Yeah. Canadian, it's twenty five bucks a year, right? Yeah. But then, what was it? It was probably six months ago. Now it's been a while now, but they released the the the. Ed- the N64, because remember you got the Super Nintendo and the NES? Yeah. Uh, you got those with the uh, Switch Online, right? Yeah. But with the Switch Online expansion pack, um, you get the N64 games now, and some old Sega Genesis games, and some DLC for Animal Crossing that nobody really gives a fuck about. Mm-hmm. But, but this is the price difference. For some sh- some fucking Sega Genesis, like not even a lot of good ones. I'm telling you, and then 64, mm-hmm. it goes from 25 bucks a year to 64 bucks a year. Jesus, that's a significant jump. That's a forty dollar price increase. Yeah, in a year, just to play Nintendo 64 games. Because mm-hmm. let's face it, the people that are buying this aren't buying it for the fucking Sega Genesis games. No, that's right. And the Animal Crossing DLC, they sure aren't buying it for that. Yeah. Yeah, they're being... those... yeah I that's agree crazy. 100%. There becomes a point with the subscription-based services where it's just not worth it anymore. You know, it's just... Well, and it's not that bad. Like, 64 bucks in a year is not bad. No. But it's just the point that their normal price is 25 a year. Yeah. Because they're, let's face it, their online's pretty shit. Oh, it's terrible. But like, it's twenty five a year. But then they know people want those N sixty four games, right? They know yep. they want them so bad, um, and so they bump it up sixty four fucking dollars. Like, like that, I couldn't believe that. Yeah, they, they tripled the price. They pretty well tripled the price just for N sixty four games, which people are literally gonna play once and it'd be like. Oh, this is shit. And yeah. Let's go on to something else. Because uh, let's be realistic here; those games do not translate very well to to modern times. No, they're shit. They're nos- I, they run basically off of nostalgia. Although I do go back to play Zelda: Ocarina of Time quite hey, a bit, and that game still plays pretty fucking good. Well, exactly. Okay. Adventure. Certain adventure games are yeah. still good. Uh, I'll I'll rattle off a few, which is, um, yeah, Zelda. Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, awesome. And when you port them to the Switch or to the 3DS, which is where I played them recently, uh, they're awesome. Controls are awesome. They translate great. Same with Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Tooie. Fucking awesome. And you can still play it pretty well on a 64. And the ports um, on Xbox as well as the Switch version, which is just coming out now, I'm sure they're solid. I'm sure that's solid. The Xbox version was solid, but you just need a joystick. It's an adventure game. Yeah. But but you play any of those fucking first-person shooters that everybody sucks their dick. Everybody sucks their dick so hard every day. Yeah. And they're cancer. I know. I tried playing uh, fucking GoldenEye. Like, like this was probably 10 years ago. But even then, 10 years ago, I tried playing it, and I'm like, how the fuck did I play this game? Like, legit. Okay. The first thing that happens, you load into the game, and what's the first thing you do? You press the joystick to move forward, right? Yeah. 
eh, wrong, that aims at the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and it's you, inverted. Your aiming is inverted, and there you yeah. can't switch that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> somebody, gets, somebody gets me. Because yeah. I actually went to try to play Duke Nukem 64. Because yeah. the, the, the 64 version is actually different than any of the other versions. Not by much, but there are some differences. So I wanted to play it, and I literally couldn't play the first level. <laughs> the controls were so bad. The, yeah. fir- the first thing I tried to do is move forward, and I just aimed at the ground. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? I'm like, oh yeah, it's C buttons. It's, it's yeah. literally impossible to play. That's why anytime I see these fucking bullshit posts on Facebook or anywhere yeah. where it's like, I would rather take Goldeneye any day over these stupid Call of Duty games. It's like, fuck you, cocksucker. Go yeah. play Goldeneye. Yeah. You'll fucking cringe internally. Because they just think from nostalgia that those games were better. Yeah. That's all it. Yeah. And I'm not, and I'm not holding that against people. They were fucking awesome at the time. Mm-hmm. I have great memories of playing Perfect Dark and Goldeneye and yeah. all those 64 games, but holy fuck, compared to new games, they're unplayable. They suck ass. Yeah. Indeed. So, yeah. So, yeah, whenever I see people say shit like that, I just, I, yeah, I cr- my balls shrivel up. That's yeah. how hard I cringe. You want to talk about a franchise that, you know, started off strong and just nothing happened with it is Goldeneye. Like, um, you know, like 007. You took one of the best shooters of all time and then the franchise just died as a shooting game. Yeah, I guess so, hey. You know what I mean? But, but it wasn't, you know what, it wasn't really a series, though. It was a... Uh, it, it was technically uh It was a movie tie-in game, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, it was based off a movie. Yeah. But... They could have, you know, they could have kept doing movies. They did The World Is Not Enough. Yeah, uh, which, they did. Which was, which was actually, again, it was another game that was really good for its time. I actually liked it is more than Golden is, is that the GameCube one? No. I had ga- okay, I had a GameCube 007 game that was fucking awesome. Yeah, it's called Everything or Nothing. Yeah, and you got to, like, rip around with the car and stuff, and then, like, oh, that game was so sick for its time, too. Yeah, I, I, the I, uh, I was uh, phenomenal. Like, you could change so much stuff that you could like put zero, like change the gravity on the map, and like it was, you had more options in that multiplayer than you do with some modern games. Oh, Pretty I know, it, it, it was sick, man. The, this was the game. I just sent the an image to the chat. Yeah, but yeah, I, I liked it for the chicken silver. <laughs> Oh, oh, to, which chat did you send it to? Because it's not in the podcast oh. chat. I thought it did. Oh, what the fuck? You fucking noob. There we go. It, oh, it, yeah. wouldn't, it wouldn't let me send it with anything else. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, that, that was the game. Uh, I remember that, that game, you had to get kind of used to the controls at first because yeah. it was a third person cover based shooter. But it was a weird one because you had a reticle where you were shooting, but then you had a red dot within the reticle, which you controlled with the C-stick. Do you remember that? No, I never played that game. Oh, you never played everything or nothing? No, no. I thought you said you were were playing the the GameCube one. Or maybe that's the one, then. 
Okay. That is, yeah, that is the GameCube one. Oh, sorry. I, Did I, you have I, a grapple I, hook in that game? Because that game had a grapple hook. I think so. Was it a third-person game, though? No, playing? it was first-person. Okay, you're probably thinking of Nightfire. It was Nightfire. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, that is an awesome game. Yes, that was the game I was talking about. That game was I, fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. If you look up Nightfire, I had that on... Uh, it's ironic how we're like, yeah, they never continued Goldeneye, even though they made a bunch of Bond games after. But they were, yeah, they yeah, were. Yeah, but I'm talking about in modern times, so you don't see a fucking That's, 007 game being that. Yeah. Yeah, I think the last one they made was, like, they did make that kind of crap. They made that shitty remake of Goldeneye oh, for, yeah. the, for the Xbox 360. Yeah. It was called, it was called Goldeneye Reloaded. Um, but it was, yeah, it was not good. Because oh, yeah. they they lost the rights to the movie and everything, so they literally True. they literally added like a random guy for Trevelyan, and they uh, bond they the the bond that they used was uh, um, uh, Daniel Craig. I think they added oh, to yeah. it. I guess it's pretty tough to do like a 007 game when there's so much shit like that where you have to get rights to certain characters. Like it's probably just not even worth it to even try to continue yeah. a franchise like that. That's true, yeah. That's that's probably what it is. Yeah, I think on Xbox 360 as well, they made a Quantum of Solace game. Yeah, I remember that. I think that was the last one, though. Ryan would know. Yeah, I'm not too sure. But that, but that, yeah, what, yeah, it was, uh, there was Agent Under Fire, Goldeneye Reloaded, and then, yeah, Quantum of Solace was the last one. Oh, yeah. But that that Nightfire game, no man, that was a fucking sick game. That game was lit, like holy fuck! Like Dude, I you're... said, the the you, there's like grappling hooks. Like that game was ahead of its time for shooters. I'm sorry, but it was. Oh yeah, do you remember? Like literally, you had so many gadgets with your yeah. uh, with your watch and shit as 007. Yep you you had like. I, I remember you had a shocker on your watch. You could electrocute people. Yeah. Um, there was the laser. I'm pretty sure there was the sleeping darts. Like, yeah, because that was another thing. You could, uh, um, you could essentially you you could either go guns blazing, or you could just be a fucking like a stealth guy. Yeah. Yeah. There was the yeah. The, the, they have it all here. They have the laser. And then the K5, which was the tranquilizer, the grapple hook, and the decryptor, which was how you got past the electro electronic locks. Mm -hmm. You would hack them. Oh, micro camera, micro camera. There was a fucking automated turret you could put down. Holy shit! What? Oh yeah, yeah, the stun gun. Oh my god! I know. Get. Yeah, and the night vision glasses and shit. Holy fuck. That game was so sweet, man. It was so ahead of its time. I'm, I think so. I'm not sure. Is that Game Pass? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not. Wait. Game Pass? No, I don't, no, I don't think so. I always bugged my girlfriend. Cause, uh, but for some reason, she never actually looked. Looks game on Steam. I'm like, okay, let's subscribe to Game Pass, and I 
Oh yeah. my god. Come on. I know. Another woman. Yeah. I tell you. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I still, I still have my old discs, but I don't have a disc drive. Is problem? Oh, oh, uh, yeah. I don't either. My last two computers, I haven't had one. Actually, three computers, I don't think I've had one. Well, that one. Let's face it. That's that's going the way of the dodo. Games can't even fucking play off of CDs anymore. They're too. They require like the, all a CD is is a proof of purchase. It's an NFT, yeah. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's all they are. It's a proof of purchase. They don't... The new games can't even run off a of disc anymore. Oh, I know. It, it's silly. Yeah. But all, all in all, I think... I think you're right about this whole uh, acquisition, though, to get back yeah. to it. I, I, think, I think it's going to be a good thing. Me too. And I think it's actually... I think what it's going to do... Is you know all fanboys aside, I think it's gonna hold Sony's feet to the fire. Yep, and it's gonna force them to innovate. Yep, and well, they're gonna have to innovate or die. Exactly. And there's, there's some people that have been telling me about. I guess Sony did they just release their new VR? Uh, I think it's. I don't think they released it, but it's just they've announced it. Announced it. Okay. Yep. Do you know anything yep. about that? Uh... I actually don't. I know that honestly, the PlayStation VR was pretty cool because I had one. It was neat, remember? And I even brought it to your place and you got to try out. Yeah, it was yeah, more oh, of a. It, it was cool. Yeah, it's the problem with the, the original PlayStation VR is it just the the system just wasn't powerful enough. You know what I mean? Like it was yes. more of a novelty item because the low resolution just took you just it lot made you lose interest just because of the low resolution and and all that i have a fucking vr for my gaming pc that is high end now that is a different story because you get that wicked resolution and it just feels like you're way more inverse but as far as this new playstation vr i haven't heard much about it but the playstation 5 is a really powerful system it so should, well it should be a, an, an upgrade it should be a huge upgrade but then, okay, this is the problem that I have with VR systems for consoles, is they're tied to that console. Yeah. That and that's where problem. VR just, that, and that's just where VR doesn't work that great with consoles, in my opinion. Yeah, that's true. Because that's you, spend, you, you spend all that crazy money for that expensive hardware, and then it's, rele- it's irrelevant when the next-gen console comes out. Yeah, exactly. And, and so, you need to you need to remind me that I had something to say about that, but but I was just gonna say real quickly the PSVR two uh, will feature an OLED display. Yep. So that's good. It's gonna be running at two thousand by twenty forty. Is that good? Uh, yeah, like, I, I, think like, that, I, know, I think I know yeah. you're a v, you're a VR guy. So, yep. like. Is that a good resolution for a VR headset? I think I think for your I think that's kind of in your mid range for VR headsets for like quality and performance. What what's that's, yours running at? Like you, oh god, my Pimax AKX. Okay, yeah, let's tell everybody what you got. Okay, one second here. I got a. I actually got to pull up the information because I okay. So 
the native resolution of the Pimax AKX is 7,680 times oh. 2160. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. And, and I, I know I've asked this before, but is that cut in half? Because you're... Because it's yeah. pulling d- double duty? Yeah, so what it um, what it is is it's 2560 by 1440 per eye. That's the resolution per eye. 2560. 2560 okay. by 1440. So um, you actually get more resolution if you have a if you have it per eye instead of looking at just one big screen. Right. Because if you were just looking at one screen at 2560 by 1440, it wouldn't look as good as having each eye. Because your um your your brain automatically meshes them together. You know what I mean? Like, like right. each screen. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, because that's that's what that's the problem that people always have to. Like they have to understand with these headsets, uh, like whatever, whatever resolution you it's capable of, it's technically got to be halved. Yeah, it's pu- it's pulling double duty. Mm-hmm. It's just like the old Virtual Boy um, from Nintendo. It, do you remember that thing? It was like the first I, VR. Yeah, I heard about it. Yeah, I never owned one. My parents were that rich. It also it yeah. flopped, but it was yeah, it, it was um. It was a 32-bit console at yep. the time, which was huge for a handheld. But the problem was, it, there was two eyepieces and two let like two screens in there, yep. so it was pulling double duty. So it was really yeah. only a 16-bit, like so the same as Super Nintendo. You know? oh, okay, yeah. It was only a 16-bit console, but they yeah. sold it. They sold it on 32. But yeah, really see, like another thing with VR is you're essentially running two screens so it's pulling twice the power from your computer yeah and that that's well and that's why like the resolution kind of gets cut down too because it's you gotta like like this new playstation the 2000 by 2040 that's the whole screen yeah that's the whole screen yeah but there's you know you got split down in half for each screen so well does it have two screens because the original ps vr only had one screen Okay, I'm not, I'm actually not sure. Yeah. So, you, so yours has two screens. Two screens, yeah. One one for each eye, right? One for each eye, yeah. So it's so you like well a good like something that you could compare it to is you know how like some people like to play like racing sims where they use three computer screens. Yeah. Okay, so say if you had three 2K resolu- resolution computer screens. You would have to add all that resolution together, and then that's what your graphics card would be outputting. So it, you're, it's pulling so much re- more resources off your gr- graphics card because essentially you have to add all those three screens' resolutions, and that's your that's what you're basically displaying is that total resolution. So VR is the same way. Um, if you have a screen for each eye, you're, you're pulling the added resolution of both screens together. So that's why they call it the Pimax AKX, is because it's running at AK resolution in a sense because you're combining the two eyes resolutions together. Okay. Yeah. So does that kind of make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's, yeah, because it's, you actually have your eyes on separate screens. But in the VR world, 
Yeah, it just looks like one big screen to you. Yeah. Yes. Because your brain magically meshes them together. Just how our brains work. It's well, it's exactly how you don't really when you're looking at things, you don't really see your nose. Yeah, you and you don't see two, and you don't see two different images when you're looking through both your eyes. You know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And it, and it, and if you look at certain things, if you close your left eye, then your right eye, then your left eye, they kind of shift. Yep. But but you're yeah, that doesn't happen normally. Your mm-hmm. your vision is very unique that way, and I think it's fucking awesome that they're able to, you know, get. Get that in the VR, like VR. I know that's it's, gonna be the future. That's gonna be the big oh, future of gaming. It honestly is, man. Like, holy shit! Some of these games, like the sad thing is, is, is do you know what's gonna kill VR? Is actually exclusivity, because okay. VR is a s- extremely niche product, and exclusivity is like a big thing that's happening right now, especially with like the Oculus Quest and stuff like that. Like, and it's it's gonna destroy VR before it even gets off the ground. Yes, and that—that's actually what I was going to tell you to remind me. I had something to say. Yeah, that's what—that's what I was going to bring up. Is—is is, um, we've been talking about exclusives all night, but that's one of the biggest problems right now with the yeah, VR is that you already have such a niche product. Yeah, that's very expensive, and people don't know what to buy because mm-hmm. they're like, "Well, can I play this game? I don't know." Yep. There's like 18 different fucking VR headsets. Yep. And then like the worst for exclusives is yeah, the Oculus. Yep. The Oculus Quest and then oh what's that other one? I uh, think I think HTC Vive does lots of exclusive yes, shit too. Yes. Yeah, that's the other one. Yeah. It's like but it's like they're not even close to the most powerful ones. No. No. Um you got the Steam's headset which is the Valve Index. It's completely open source. Like you can and same with the Steam games like say that new um uh Valve VR game, uh Half-Life Alex, that's open source. You can use any headset with that game. So that's why I respect those companies because they're making their games open source whereas what I don't respect is like your Oculus that is literally making an ecosystem that you have to have an Oculus to even play these games. So, like, I'm not too sure about the metaverse, but I'm pretty sure you can only get onto the metaverse unless you have the Facebook Oculus headset. So, like, what kind of metaverse is that if you exclusively have to use their headset? That's not open. That's not, you know what I mean? That's not like an open world. Like, yeah. that's, that's bullshit. If it's supposed to be the future, like everybody's yeah. going into this virtual world as the future, uh, it should be any fucking a- anything. Any VR be open source. You got, yeah. Yeah. It has to be. Has to yeah. be. Yeah. For it to otherwise, for it to work. Yeah, otherwise it's just not gonna work. Cause no. people honestly just they don't they don't want to do that. No. And it goes back to the whole game pass argument, right? It's like I don't, you know, that's one of the things people don't want to, you know, they, I want all my games on Steam. I don't want yep. to go to Game Pass. I, that, that's what they want. They want everything in one place. Yep. Convenience. And it's, like, and it's the easiest, you know? Yeah. Like, but look, like, think about like Epic Games. Like, I've fucking last two times I've, like, I actually own a couple games on Epic Games just because they, they had that, they were doing their exclusive, like, where they were, it would be on Epic Games for six months or whatever. So I bought it on Epic's. I haven't downloaded Epic Games in my last two times I've reinstalled Windows on my computer. 
Just because it's just like, I don't want to open another thing. And I totally get that. Yeah. Just I want everything in one place. Just like everybody does. Yeah. And th- and I think that's, you know, that's where it's going to go eventually. But mm-hmm. I think, but I think there's one thing, you know, there's something that's, you know, like, like Epic Games doesn't make sense to me because it's just the same as Steam to me. Obviously, yeah. they have their exclusive, they have their own games, whatever, but it's not. But something like Game Pass, for example, right now, it's different enough that I would get it. Yeah. Because I'm getting a bunch of shit for free. Yeah. Well, it's well, not for free. Not, not but free. you know what I mean. We always say that. Like, it's not for free, but yeah. you're getting a huge package for a subscription. So, so here's my logic, and this is what's kind of selling me on it, is that if I play one AAA title... That's paid for four months of my Game Pass. Exactly. And that's the easiest fucking... Okay, yeah. I, we're going to get deep into this. Because some people are making the argument that Game Pass is bad for like game companies and game developers. But I fucking disagree on that 100%. Because do you know how many games I've tried that I would have never even thought about buying? Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? There is yeah. so many games that I've tried and actually played... That I would never even for a second considered buying because they might have a 30, 40, 50, 60 dollar price tag. And I'm like, and you know, it's kind of a, a game that's not totally on your spec. So I was like, no, I'm not gonna buy that. But because it's on Game Pass, why not? I'll download it, I'll give her a shot. Why wouldn't yeah. I? Well, isn't that how you played Hellblade? Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. I would have never I didn't even know what Hellblade was. I just heard it was a really good game and I'm like, okay, well I'll download it and give it a shot. Literally it's probably in one of my top ten favorite games right now. And I would have never even gave that game a chance. But because it was on Game Pass, I did. So you can't tell me that that's bad for gaming and gaming developers. No. And 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 either way they do get paid. They do. They, they get paid to have their games. Yeah, some people have this weird narrative that Game companies aren't getting paid for their games on Game Pass. Like that's no. not true. <laughs> and 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 from a like I said, from a consumer standpoint, you know, there's the whole Netflix argument where it's like, you know, games come and go. But how many times, especially recently, now when it comes to retro games, yeah, they're highly replayable, and I replay them a lot. Yeah, but like when it comes to modern games, a lot of them, I play them once. I'm good. Me too, especially single player titles. Like ninety nine percent of them, I'm not playing again. So if like, I got my eighty dollar game for you know that's four months of my Game Pass, yeah, and I play it once, I'm good. Whatever. Yeah. If it goes away forever, whatever. But guess what? If it goes away forever, you can still buy that game. That's yeah. The, you exactly. know, like nothing's yeah. stopping you from buying that game, and like. People have this weird narrative that the game just doesn't exist anymore if it comes off a of Game Pass. And I just laugh, you know? <laughs> just <Yeah>. like, holy shit. <laughs> Plus, I can get my Xbox Gamer Score up. Yeah. Actually, that's okay. Actually, that's a really good point. I fucking love achievements in games. Like, I achievements are fun. I fucking love them. And a lot of Game Pass games have achievements built into them. Yeah, they where, don't... where, nor- where the, normally they wouldn't have it on Steam or, or another or on PC. Yeah, like Steam has achievements, but to me, the achievements on Steam don't even 
they don't give you that real dopamine rush as much. No. They're not, like, they're not worth anything. Like, that's exactly. one thing that I think fucking Steam really shit the bet on was achievements. I they should have had They should have had a gamer score. You know, even Sony... I, yeah. I didn't like the trophy system as much, but at least it made sense. It was there. Yeah, it was there. And, and it made sense, you know. Bronze was, you know, your shit. Silver was, you know, normal or hard to get. Like yeah. Gold was like a mastery thing. And then, and then once you got platinum, that means you completed the game. Okay, makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then, but that game, you know, Xbox always made the most sense to me because they're worth... You know, ten points, twenty five points, fifty, a hundred. You know, stuff and it like was that. the most. It was the most like user friendly too. Like it was just a really cool system. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 dude, I used to be the biggest achievement hunter in the world. Me too. Me too. I literally have purchased games because I read up that their achievements were easiest to get. I don't do that anymore. That was just yeah. a weird phase I went through. Like you said, achievement hunting. Oh, but yeah, Viva, yeah. Well, oh, every every achievement hunter did that. It was yeah. like Viva Viva Pinata. Uh, King Kong on the Xbox 360. Yeah. The, uh, are... There was that panda game, like that cartoon panda game. It was super easy to get a thousand gamer scoring. Kung Fu Kung Panda. Fu. Yeah, Kung yeah. Fu Panda. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of those. Mm-hmm. And there's there's even some indie games that I remember on that were most indie games were only worth 200 gamer score at max, but or or, or Xbox Arcade, they were called at the yeah. time. But, um, but there were a few of them that were worth a thousand and they were super easy. The biggest problem that I had with achievements that I never did agree with, and I th- I don't think it was good, is I don't think you should have multiplayer achievements. Oh, yeah, I I, because, I I agree with that. Because eventually those achievements are not going to be possible to get because nobody's going to be on, like, well, A, the fuck, they might not even have servers for that game anymore. So you're literally telling me that there's a game where some of the achievements aren't even accessible? That's not right. In my opinion, I know I, I dude. There's so many games that I hundred percented all of the all of the achievements. Yeah, and then at the, like like at the end, I'm just waiting for one online achievement. Mm-hmm. I'm just like fuck you. Yeah, and it's just like you know what I mean from like the OC OCD standpoint. I know you, you have that one game that's sitting at like nine eighty five or nine sixty five. Yeah. And you're like, fuck. But it's literally impossible to get that online achievement. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. I, actually, one of those games at the time was Fable. I remember Fable 3 at the time. Yep. I had, I had like a thousand out of a thousand almost. But I was missing like one online achievement. And it was just fucking like impossible because um, uh, I, I had shit at the time. So I couldn't like play yep. anything online. And also, it was kind of at the point where, like, everybody was kind of over it already. Yeah. So finding somebody to play with was, like, almost impossible. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't like online achievements. No. And I felt, I felt like a lot of those later games, uh, they, they pretty much made all their achievements online, and I was like, that's yeah, they did more shit. Mm-hmm. Because to me, Halo that's too. just them, yeah, they're just trying to push the online, in a sense, with the achievements, you know? Yeah, well, 100%. So the, f- the fucking... that's my only only my grief with achievements. Well, I remember the brutal one. Uh, uh, Gears of War one. They yep. had um, they had an achievement called uh, I think it's called insane or insanity. I think it's called insane, but it's like get ten thousand kills in multiplayer, and then and then Gears of War two 
Oh, seriously, I think that's what it's called. Because then, yeah, Gears of War 2 had seriously 2.0, which was get 100,000 kills anywhere. So it was better, so you could do it in a campaign or anywhere. But then Gears of War 3, again, they updated it. That it, was, it was seriously 3.0, and I think it was... I can't fucking remember. I think it was like half a million kills. Mm-hmm. Fucking... That's ridiculous. Gears... Serious. I'm gonna look it up seriously. Uh, oh my god, they're still continuing it. Apparently, in Gears Five, there's a seriously achievement. <laughs> what? What the hell is it? Um, you know, and like, like I was telling you before, like. This this sells me on on like Game Pass and like subscription based services. Is I go upstairs, I look at my fucking box of Xbox 360 games. You do some quick math. You average every game out to like forty or fifty bucks, and it's twenty eight hundred fucking dollars of games that I that I have in that box. Okay, yeah, yeah. they're worth nothing. If I were to take that to like a a hobby store or something, they would give me fucking sixty bucks for that whole box. They're worth oh, yeah. fucking nothing. So yeah. I could like fucking whatever Game Pass is right now. Like it's fucking. Te- I say it's twelve dollars a month. We'll do some quick math here. I'm terrible at math, so I'm pulling out a calculator. Um, you're not gonna have twenty eight hundred dollars divided by twelve. So and then divided by uh, what did I do here? Don't forget to add tax. Don't forget to add tax. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Divided well, by tw- divided by twelve. Sorry, I'm just doing some quick math here. I'm a little slow. Um, you, so that's you, nineteen nineteen years of Game Pass is what I have sitting up in that box right now. How is that a bad deal? Oh, I see what you. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. I divided by the price of Game Pass per month, and then. And then figured out how many years I would get. Oh yeah, nineteen That's... years. So yeah. how is that a bad deal? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that's good. And I know, and, like, and that gives me access to way more games that are in that box up there. Yeah, and like I said, I think hundreds of more games with this new acquisition shit. You're gonna get exclusive shit at least in in. In like uh, the new Call of Duties and stuff, yeah. Like, if you're playing, like you know, the campaigns will be free, and I know I a lot think, of people are probably saying yeah. big whoop, big whoop, because most people don't play it anyway. But yeah, who knows? Maybe I, in Warzone you'll get something exclusive. I think that's how Microsoft is kind of going to bully Sony a little bit. They're not going to make it so it, it's a con- like a eco like an Xbox exclusive, but they might have advantages over having it on the xbox ecosystem yeah. you know what i mean and yeah, i think I, they could they could bully them a little bit with that for sure yeah and i i think they kind of fucking deserve it at this point honestly yeah like i really uh yeah like sony is not a bad company but they got way too complacent i'm sorry yeah, the, the, and well, I don't feel it. bad for I don't feel bad for the fucking the Sony fanboys. They deserve every fucking little bit of this shit that they're getting right now. Yeah, and it, and and 
like we said before, I think it kind of goes both ways all the time. Because mm-hmm. again, it's going to happen again. Where you know, it's like before. Remember, like I was saying, like the how the PS4 was on top, right? Mm-hmm. And then Xbox, and then PS4, and that's how you know. I think that's just how it's going to be for eternity. No, for sure. So I think that it's just gonna it's just gonna end up you know maybe five years. Fucking Sony's on the top of the world. It, they could be. And, then, and if maybe... they produce, and that's the thing about me is I am not a fanboy when it comes to like a, a brand. I'm in fact the opposite. I will always go with the company that has the best product. Like if they have a better technology or a better product or a better service, I will always go with them. I am the like I know I sound like I'm a fucking Xbox fanboy, but that's just because they have a better product out right now. And that's why I'm fanboying over them. I fucking fanboyed super hard for Sony during the PS4 era. Super yeah. hard. Because yeah. they had a way better system. They did, yeah. So that's how I roll. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And um yeah, so there's a couple other things that I want I that I, I did yeah. want to bring up. Um I'll I'll start with the first one here because I, I wanted to bring it up with you. I think it Yeah. I think it it'd be interesting. But have you heard of have you heard of this uh Artemis game? Apparently it's been in development for a while now. Artemis. Yeah, Artemis. That's what it's called. You could you can Google it. Um it's it's by the it's it's by the creator of PUBG. Okay. And it's and it's this um it's apparently an earth it's going to be the size of earth apparently. Open it's going to be an open world game the mm-hmm. size of the earth. And it's Oh, are they going to use like Google Maps and like map out the world? I I I don't know. I I don't know what the plan is. I think it's going to be like a survival game. Yeah. But but yeah, the guy, the guy that made it said it's going to be like an Earth-sized virtual world uh, built using machine learning technology. Hmm. And that sounds like almost like a Microsoft Flight Flight Simulator. It could be something like that because they use the same kind of technology. They mapped out the entire world using AI and machine learning technology, and then they were able to map out the entire world so you can fly all over the world, and it looks. It looks real life, because the buildings are actually there, and and the mountains and the bridges and everything. You know, the highways, the roads. It's all what you'd see in real life. So maybe yeah, it's yeah. the same idea. The the creator, I don't know his fucking name. His last name's Green, but he quoted saying, "I love Rust." You know Rust. Yeah, yeah. He's he's like, I love Rust, but if you if you play on a busy server. There are bases every few meters. Yes, I want, spa- yeah. I want I want a space where you don't discover a player's base for miles, or when you do, it's a big settlement rather than AZ. I would say it's like that though, rather than a tiny box. Yeah, I you know what I think Daisy is, but I mean we've talked about Daisy. I mean, yeah. See, yeah, this, I know this, it has some problems. Might, but like this might this might be the next DayZ, right? This might be the guy that d- does what we're talking about, you know, where it's mm-hmm. an open game with a big world where, you know, if the if it controls well, and who even knows what it is? I don't know if it's a. It sounds like it's going to be like a survival game or something like Rust mm-hmm. or 
or maybe like Daisy with guns. I'm not sure what it's going to be like. There's not much on it, but that's an interesting concept. But there's a big problem with open world games that you see now is where the world feels empty. Yes, and I, to I, me, that has ruined a lot of these open world games. Is they're just empty, like. Sorry, I don't want to fucking run through an an empty field for five minutes to get to the other side and then find nothing or do nothing for another 20 minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I I, I totally agree. That's how I am, too. I don't. And yeah, and I think that was your biggest. You talked about Star Citizen, and that was actually one of your biggest griefs with that game is it fucking took you 30 minutes just to get out of the atmosphere of the planet you're on. Yeah, and that's that's a big yeah, that's the big planets apparently, and yeah, and people are saying that you know go to a go to a star base or whatever. I'm like, yeah, but I don't know that. Yeah, but but still, I don't care if it's a main planet or not. It should take me thirty fucking minutes of of driving straight up just to get out of the goddamn atmosphere. Yeah, but you need so, to buy the faster plane. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, technically, this is one of the fastest ones I had. Yeah. Like, 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 because it was, you know, like the bigger expensive ships are slower Mm -hmm. because they got the big crew and shit. But like, I don't don't know, man. I just, yeah, I don't like shit like that. And I also don't like, I don't like walking for miles through a boring world. No, me neither. I, I like, I like there to be some shit going on. Yeah. Or stuff that's always changing. I agree. Like Valheim. Yes. That's a fucking awesome open world. It's a wicked awesome game. Yeah. And because there's always something going on. And another cool thing that people don't give credit for that game is it's procedurally generated. So every time you play through that game, it's a different map. Yeah. Legitimately. Yeah. I I I I fired it up like the other night. We we yeah. definitely have to fire it up sometime. Yep. And play. But I fired up a random one just to see what it looked like right now and what was going on and yep. Yeah, literally, I spawned in the meadow, walked around a little bit, did my shit, and then like there was literally an abandoned village right next to me, and cool. then and then there was like a couple abandoned like I don't know church, like it looked like a church to me, but yeah, like a steeple or something, I don't know. But I was like, fuck, I'm like this is so fucking cool, because mm-hmm. I remember the first time I played, it took a while to find any kind of village or set of life, but. It's, yeah, procedural procedural generation is really smart, in my opinion, for a developer because it promotes replayability and it takes away development time of a game when the map just makes itself. In a sense, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to you don't have to fucking place every little tree and little plant and rock. You know, yeah. it it just you get to find a, a, the proper algorithm and it does it for you. Yeah, like like. It's it's like Minecraft, you know. Minecraft was yeah. like the first procedural generated game, I think that I could think of anyway. Yeah. And like how revolutionary was that game? Totally. Crazy. And yeah. And and it always, you know, kind of made sense. Like, you know, like the there there's algorithms and shit that work hard on there. Mm-hmm. And it's it's smartly programmed, you know. Like you won't find a flower in cement or something, you know, in bedrock yeah. or something. Yeah. You know, you're not gonna do that. It, yeah. it's it's smart enough to know under the ground it's gonna be rock to a degree, some dirt maybe, valleys, but it's all it's all smart AI, right? Yeah. But like it's not just total random garbage mess. 
I've, I've thought about this a lot, like the true potential of Ren generation. And like, I don't know if we'll see it in our, our lifetime, but I think it'll come to fruition eventually where an entire game is randomly generated yeah. to a, to a certain extent. You know what I mean? Like, like, like say a role-playing game, the quests are randomly generated. The NPCs are randomly generated. The cities are randomly generated. Yeah, that'd like, be cool. You know, I could totally see that in the future with how crazy AI is getting. Oh, it could be crazy. Like even like like a game like Grand Theft Auto that's set in modern times, like a city. Imagine just a random art, like total random generated city. Yep. That'd be absolutely fucking nutty. It would be. crazy. But that's the future. Mm -hmm. I hope it gets to there. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to just close on this last thing. Sure. I know. I know you got to take off here. So, um, I was just gonna close off on one last little. It's more of a comment, not really a discussion. But, um, you you know me. I'm a huge fan of Jordan Peterson. Yep. Uh, I love that guy. I just I I think he's really smart, and he's Canadian. How can I not love him? Yeah. But and and you know even I'll even I'll admit like once he since he came back from his he was on hiatus for a while there because he he got sick. Because he was trying to get off benzodiazepine, which is, um, I, I can't remember what he was. He was taking it for like uh, anxiety, I think. Okay, yeah. But it's basically like getting off methamphetamines, essentially. Oh wow! Like, yeah. like, like it's the one. It's like, it's one of the few drugs in the world that you can't just quit cold turkey because you'll die. Yeah. You have to. So we, whatever. He went to Russia. It's a big story. He got off them, and now he's back and stuff. And but anyways. Um, so Ethan Klein from H3H3, um, when when Jordan was in his prime, his prime time when he was going crazy in like 2016 yeah. to 2018, uh, Ethan had him on the podcast a couple times on their H3H3 podcast, which I used to be a big fan of. I actually used yeah. to watch them a lot, but since I, since then I've gone by the wayside because I just lost a lot of respect for Ethan. Oh, Ethan is such a hypocrite. Yeah, he's a hypocrite. And he's just become such a fucking cuck. And, I know. And yeah. I know the the one reason I watched Ethan uh, originally was because he was uh, friends with JonTron. And I love JonTron. He's, yeah. he's, he's one of the only YouTubers today that could still make me laugh. No oh, matter what. Yeah. He puts something out. He's fucking hilarious. So I love John. And there's that whole part where John had some right-wing political views. And he got a lot of heat for it, which yep. I don't think he should have, because I think that's bullshit that anybody gets heat for their opinion. But whatever. So he had some right wing views, and his fucking Ethan fucking like totally sold his buddy out. Oh god! And, and didn't didn't like back. He didn't like talk shit about John, but he didn't like back him up or anything or say yeah. like, John's a good dude, you know? Yeah. But no, he just totally like didn't defend his friend. I'm like. You're a piece of shit. And yeah. Anyways, yeah, he's gone downhill. He's a hypocrite. And so recently, uh, I saw on Twitter uh, just this week or last week, I think it was now. But uh, H3 Ethan fucking he removed the Jordan Peterson interviews from his. Yeah, I heard he did that. Uh, yeah, he removed them from his podcast. And I have um, I have a screen cap here that I'd like to share and 
Yeah, so this was Ethan on Twitter. He said, years ago I interviewed Jordan Peterson before I was very familiar with his pol- politics. Yeah, I, oh, I read bu- this too, yeah. Bullfucking bull, <laughs> bull shit, first of all. Yeah. He was an interesting guest who I enjoyed sitting with, but especially now I can see he's a dangerous gateway to alt-right transphobia and COVID misinfo. I removed both interviews today. Like, Jesus. holy fuck. Yeah. Sorry, I just gotta take a sip of water here. And then it's like, that's cringe as fuck. And then, mm-hmm. but that's because he was riding high, right? He was just trying to get a famous person on his podcast. That's all he was yeah. doing. Yeah. But now that Jordan's getting the fucking heat for, you know, he's saving per- face. Yeah, exactly. But that's, it's not even because of anything bad. It's because Jordan is backing up Joe Rogan on the fucking vaccine horse shit which is a whole nother rabbit hole but whatever but yeah uh but yeah jordan responded to his tweet saying what are you up to ethan we had a good conversation i enjoyed meeting you and talking with you what have i said precisely that motivated your actions and your accusations deleting our discussion uh deleting our discussion an honest question and uh what else did he say? Yeah, he said, he said, finally, and they take Ethan, you might seriously consider providing me with the footage so I could post it. Given that I agree, I agreed to appear on your show based on the agreement that there would be, in fact, a show. Also, I would warn you that uh, those who engage in cancel culture generally live to regret it. I'm not going to come after you, except politely, in this Twitter stream. But the chickens will definitely come home to roost. You oh. will be held. You will be held to a higher standard, to a higher and higher, and soon impossible to maintain ethical standards by the very mob you currently wish to please. Yep. That then you will make a mistake, and they will devour you with glee. Please take this warning seriously. I liked you. Yep. He made so, a good point there. Actually, I really like the speculation on. These people that you're trying to, yes, they've oh, it actually just oh, have you heard about the ninja and Pokemon Pokemon drama? I I uh, I did hear about it, but you tell me because I I don't know at all. I know well, she yeah, said well, something about his wife or something. Oh, like, it's just the drama is so fucking stupid. But it's just it it kind of falls into that same category where there everyone's trying to cancel Ninja right now because it's something. I don't even want to get into it because it's it's just another fu- this is this is another podcast co- topic. But once I get more information, but yeah, people are trying to cancel Ninja right now. But it it ties directly into what you just said. Whereas you, if you try to play with the mob, eventually the mob will consume you, and that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I heard the pokey uh, pokey was talking shit about him or something. Yeah. On stream and yeah. And yeah, every fucking every third person on Reels is like Pokemon just made two million dollars in Chase Ninja. <laughs> yeah, oh god. But yeah, so I don't know. But I I think uh, for, we'll get into that another week. But yeah, I I think what Jordan said um, is very smart because he's a very smart guy. But I think it was it's exactly right, mm-hmm. and it's and it's what. I've been saying since the beginning of this shit back in 2016 when the wokeness got out of control, I said, and, and, you know, I, 
you know, I mentioned The Last of Us 2. Anytime, and it, this is the age-old thing, go woke, go broke. That's exactly how it goes because you can never be woke enough. The mob, you can please the mob for as long as you want, but eventually you're going to fuck up. Yeah, eventually, you're going to slip up. Eventually, you're not going to be woke enough. And they're, they're just going to come for you. Yeah. So you're better off to just not agree with them. Because this particular mob, they're not as powerful as you think they are. Everybody thinks they're this god fucking complex. They're this crazy fucking, you know, they think they're Madara Uchiha or something. <laughs> but yeah. No. No, they're fucking nothing. They're a bunch of fucking losers online that have nothing better to do than to go after people. And yeah, power in numbers. Yeah, and what you know what? I'm I'm not joking. One time it's gonna come for it's gonna come for Ethan. He's gonna he's gonna get his one day. The more he appeases these fucking people. Somebody, I'm surprised people haven't already done it. Honestly. I was gonna say, I was thinking about that as you said that. Like he's probably on the tippy. He's probably on the fucking teeter totter right now with that shit. Well, did you watch? Did you watch his podcast ever? No, no, no. Like some of his old episodes, he had some fucking. I, th- nice I think shit podcasts are stupid, so I don't watch them. Yeah, I agree, especially <laughs> this one. Not. not not rich, just bored. Like, what? What are you a fucking loser? Yeah. <laughs> like you said, it's to get the chicks. <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> and That's, Ryan's not that... getting any chicks right now. No, no, it's because he didn't show up. Yeah. <laughs> you don't show up. You don't get paid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but with paid. that, though, I honestly, I, I got to get going here, but I'll, yeah. I'll say. I'll say one thing though. Everything that we talked about is pretty crazy, but it's almost as crazy as Xbox Game Pass having access to hundreds of games and day one releases for only nine ninety dollars nine ninety nine a month. And if you're new, you can even get three months right now for only one dollar. Just so you guys. Know. Oh my god! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> I fucking knew you were gonna do something like that. <laughs> Yeah. Also, buy Crystal Skull Vodka. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I Classic. guess we're spon- sponsored by Xbox now, guys. Yep. Phil All Spencer. Right. Yeah, thanks, Justin, for coming and filling in for Ryan, who apparently just doesn't love the show anymore. Yeah, traitor. And yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.